Bless us. We just continue to bless this ministry. Continue to bless us in our jobs, in our health too, Father, and just continue to guide us. Uh, but bless and multiply these tithes and these offerings, Lord, that we, it may glorify you uh, and also may seed the vision that you've established here, Father. We also ask as we prepare our hearts and our minds, Lord, for the word, that we're able to receive it, Father, and unfiltered, Lord, that it can reach places uh, that you've called it to reach. We're just grateful for this opportunity, Lord, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated. Dios bendiga a todos. Esta noche, amen. Good to see everyone here this evening. Day of celebration. Amen. God has been good and faithful. God bless the musicians uh, this evening. I was thinking uh, early in the morning, I had, I had, you heard the radio this morning, I had woken up uh, a little earlier than, than normal and I had a couple of um, secondary dreams, they call them, right? When you go back to sleep for a little bit, when you realize that you still got, you know, a little bit of time to sleep. Um, and of course, those are the ones sometimes that you remember because you usually will wake up pretty quick. Um, but this... Um, this title came came to me um, during one during when I woke up uh, and I was getting ready for the radio. Uh, my daily battles. Uh, esta mañana, hermanos, que me estaba uh, estaba durmiendo, me levanté por un momento, pero era más temprano que necesitaba y me dormí. Soñé un sueño y uh, me estaba recordando recordando de cosas uh, que, que es más fácil para recordarte cuando no te duermes tanto tan largo, pero este el título esto uh, mis batallas diarias uh, el título vin, me vino y estaba pensando cómo nosotros cada uno de nosotros los levantamos y tenemos nuestras batallas. And I started thinking about uh, today uh, with the name of that the, the title uh, that we all wake up and we all have our daily battles. You know, we all have them. They're all different. You know, some of them are the same. But some of them are different, are way different, uh, whatever they are. But um, we're, we're waking up to something. Uh, some of us don't want to wake up <laughs> knowing that. Here we go again. Here I go again. I'm having to deal with this. I'm going to have to deal with this. But, um, but we do it in the name of Jesus. Uh, and God uh, gives us the strength. Uno de nosotros no, no lo queremos levantar sabiendo que tenemos estas batallas cada mañana. O el día va, va a venir con batallas. Pero lo hacemos en el nombre de, de Cristo. Amén. Uh, cada día necesitamos hacer estas cosas. We got to do these things. We got to be prepared and, and willing and ready to uh, tackle these things. Amén. God bless the classes this uh, evening. Los en las clases esta noche. The kids, as they get ready for their level of teaching. Praise the Lord. My daily battles. Amen. And we're going to start in uh, Matthew 7.13. Vamos a comenzar en uh, Mateos 7, versículo 13 y 14. Praise the Lord. Uh, this verse right here is um, not a new verse, not a verse that you're not familiar with, uh, most of us here. 
Uh, it says here, Enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. You can go back to 13 real quick. Uh, Entrar por la puerta estrecha, porque ancha es la puerta, y espacioso el camino que lleva al perdición, y muchos son los que entran por ella. So right here, uh, the word of God is defining a, uh, a road. It's given a path here. And it refers that there's a path that's narrow. There's a path that's difficult. There's a path that would be challenging. Everybody has driven. You've driven on a uh, five lane, sometimes even a super highway that's six lanes. Has anybody ever driven on a six lane? Some of you have, some of you haven't. Some of them have HOV lanes that are really nice that you can go sneak in there if you got somebody with you. And it's just nice. You're going to get somewhere. Some of them are toll roads, right, where nothing stops and you can hit it at 75 to 80 and you're making sure that you're at right there where you need to be at, making sure that you're paying 75 cents so you're going to take it all the way that you can. But some of us hit these little county roads, right? Sometimes you even hit roads that it'll, it'll uh, warn you that you can see across and you, it's only one lane road to cross if it's a bridge or something. And it's a courtesy, they call that a courtesy road. The courtesy is that you're going to stop if somebody's on there. You're praying that it's, you're going to stop. Muchos de nosotros estamos uh, uh, familiares con caminos que son anchas, que ten, tienen muchas líneas que puedes manejar. Pero muchos de nosotros también somos familiares de, ¿es uh, familiares o familiar? How do you say familiar? Family. I'm saying families, and you guys, nobody's correcting me. Are, are my Mexicanos here today? No Mexicanos today? No Mexicanos, no hablo, no hablo español, no Mexicanos here today. Unos reconocen los los caminos que son son de no no los caminos que son de un camino, un carro nomás. Pero hay unos caminos que tienen cuatro o cinco líneas que pueden poner carros. Y esos lo gustan todos porque no hay tráfico. Pero es difícil cuando es un camino que Ancho, angosto, angosto, uh, y a uh, muchos no lo gustan eso, no tienen la paciencia para eso. Many of us don't have patience for that. Look, look at you, uh, uh, what a, um, you know, when you're driving and you're just impatient to get somewhere. You've you've seen drivers that are like that. They get right behind you and they're, you know, sometimes flashing their lights. Right, Nina. Nina's been behind me a couple times. I don't think she knew it was me. <sighs> She did. I think that's why she did it. Um, but praise the Lord. You, we're just imp- we're impatient. We're an impatient type of people. Why? Because of Amazon Prime. Because you can order it and you get it tomorrow. So how many of y'all are impatient? You're just impatient people. But it's okay. We're impatient. But this, we've got to understand the importance that the Word of God is telling us here. That this way right here is a difficult way. It's a difficult way. But the end result is much greater than the easier way. That's why it's difficult. Usually things that have a good ending, something that has a value at the end, they're difficult. They're not easy. You know, just because you, you swiped up on Instagram today and you saw the 10 tips on how you could become a millionaire doesn't mean that's easy. 
Don't be fooled. Don't be deceived thinking that what you're seeing is real. You know, we got to start believing the Word of God, and the Word of God is telling us here that, that there is a way that seems right to many, but the end of it will be eternal damnation. And we keep on reading here in verse 14. Uh, it says, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few, few there be that find it. Porque estrecha es la puerta y angosto el camino que lleva a la vida, y pocos son los que le hayan. So, what that's telling me here, and you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but what that's telling me here is that this straight, this narrow, this narrow path is difficult for many to find. So we could be thinking that we are in this path, but we've also read the scripture that says, if my light is darkness, if my ways aren't showing that I'm in this path, then I've got to ask myself, am I in this path? Muchos de nosotros, hermanos, podemos creer, pero como dice aquí la palabra, Podemos creer que estamos en este camino, que estamos en el camino con el Señor, pero nuestras vidas no están enseñando los frutos, no están enseñando que estamos en esta vida. We can think we're right and we could be extremely wrong. This is a place where our opinion doesn't matter, God's opinion matters. Some of us can say, well, then I'm just going to listen to God. Good, listen to God. I'm not going to argue that. But listen to God, because God will tell you, God will show you, because the Word of God says it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of a living God, because he will shape you, he will form you, he will create something in you. And he might remove a couple of things, but he'll replace that void with things, amazing things. And there's sometimes, you know, um, uh, a funny quick story. My wife's not here, so I can tell it. She's right there, everybody. So pray for me. Um, she's shaking her head. She's like, watch it. Watch Ale. We got, you know, we, we got a new refrigerator, but we moved our old refrigerator just into another room, right? Thinking we're going to transfer stuff. She's slapping already. She knows. And um, this new refrigerator doesn't have anything in it. We've had it already for a couple of weeks. It's just sitting there empty. It's working. It works fine. It's great. The kids want to put stuff in it, and it's like, no, 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 let's just enjoy this before it becomes chaotic. Because when you live in a family like ours, it's chaotic. Because we're chaotic. So it's been really funny. We've been, all, all the kids, you know, will tell you, you know, they're very, I can put this in there? <laughs> Temporarily, you got a one-day pass for that thing. Which, again, you start to appreciate stuff. Same thing. We emptied out our garage because we were going to paint, get the floor painted on it. And it's now that the floor is painted on it, we don't want to put nothing back in it. Not even the cars. Not even the things that we need in there. Because there's something amazing when something is new again. When something's not a mess. Isn't it amazing? You remember that? Some of us might have forgotten that already. Que, you know, que chistoso, hermanos, que aquí como habla la Biblia de uh, nuevas cosas, estamos pensando con el Señor un nuevo camino, pero este camino es bien uh, angusto, angosto, y es difícil. Pero sabemos que el Señor está ahí en este camino. 
El Señor va a quitar cosas de nosotros que no necesitamos. Pero va, va, va a poner nuevas cosas, más grandes cosas. Cosas que podemos uh, 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 llevar con nosotros, uh, bendecir nuestras familias. I mean, you could be a blessing to your family. Look, look, some of y'all might think that you know what it is to be blessed. You don't know what it is to be a blessing. That's the difference. I'm going to repeat that again. I might say it in Chinese, Japanese, and Iraqinese, if that's a language. I don't know if it is, so. But listen to this. You might think, I'm blessed. You're not blessed until you bless. So you can say, oh, no, 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 my, my family, you know, this, you know, we did this and all this stuff. No, no, no. When you start learning how to bless, that's where God's really shown you that you're blessed. Because now you start experiencing what he did for you in that feeling. So that's the kind of blessing that we want from God. Ese es el estilo de, de ser bendecido del Señor que queremos tener. Es cuando nosotros comenzamos a bendecir personas. Esa es una diferente cosa, hermanos. Cuando nosotros comenzamos a bendecir personas. Es diferente, hermanos. Muchos de nosotros no hemos experimentado eso. Hemos querido, querido, quiero, 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 no, no damos, 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 no soportamos. So it's different, amen? If we keep on reading here in Matthew 24, 13, the word of God says, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Mas el que persevera hasta el fin, este será salvo. You see, this starts to change things. See, there's a lot of people that haven't heard the gospel this way. There's a lot of people that have heard, no, 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 you're saved. You don't need to worry about it. You're, that day, you're going to be fine. You see, this changes things. This means that we got to work our faith daily. I heard a really nice um, comment, and it was of a, a young lady, and they asked her if she was a Christian. She goes, yes. And they go, why are you a Christian? And she goes, uh, I'm a Christian because society changes every year, but the word of God is the same. She goes, in, I believe it was 2008. Was it 2008? It actually was, uh, two, it was 2000. She was born with a disability. Uh, she had her uh, hand closed, and you see her there, and she's talking. She goes, in 1980, I would have been aborted. I would have been recommended to be aborted. So if I would have lived by that society at that time, I wouldn't be here talking to you, she tells this person. So you can see here that if we try to follow society, we're, we're going to see it change. We're going to see it like the ocean coming in and going out. But if we follow the word of God, it's constant. It's a foundation we can build off. Es importante, hermanos, que nuestros, uh, nuestras fundaciones en el Señor, no en nuestro pensar, nuestro querer. We all have emotions. We all have feelings, thoughts. Everybody does here. Everybody has an opinion, too. Like I said, what's the best thing we can do in our lives? Anything that comes at us, any opinion that comes at us, that we allow this to filter it before it reaches our heart. Yo he dicho eso, hermanos, que muchas veces muchas personas tienen opinión. Oh, yo creo esto. Oh, yo pienso esto. Yo, 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 uh, yo he experimentado esto. Everybody has it. You can find it anywhere. 
But it's good when we use this to filter before it reaches our heart. And we don't just say, oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. It feels good. That feels good. That sounds good. That's good. I like that. Por eso hay muchas religiones ahorita, hermanos. Porque cada persona quiere hallar algo que lo conviene. That's why there's a lot of religions right now, because a lot of people want to find religions that make them feel comfortable. We don't want to feel comfortable. We get too comfortable than that, you know, the, 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 the wide gate. We find ourselves walking in the wide road. Now, we want to be reminded that Christ came and died for us, that he loved us that much, that he gave his life for us. But we also want to be reminded that, that we have to endure in this race. We have to finish it. And it's not easy, and I get it. And you wake up, and you know you got battles that day. Yo sé que no es fácil, hermanos. Nos levantamos y estamos recordados que tenemos batallas. Estamos en una batalla. A veces no creemos que algo va a cambiar en nuestras vidas. Pero todavía necesitamos a seguir hasta el fin. No vamos a tener chance, no vamos a tener una explicación que vamos a poder decir al Señor. Tú sabías, Señor, cómo estaba la situación que yo estaba. Tú sabías, Señor, todas las cosas. We're not going to have an easy out. I don't care what you think and what you can find. You're not going to find. Because with Jesus, as Jesus brought it to you, he brought it so you can get through it. This is where we have to experience Christ. This is where it, it gets hard. This is where we're having to dig daily and not just be, you know, easily overtaken and saying, oh, God will understand. God understands. God understands what happened to me. The thing is, God does understand what happened to you. The question I have for you is, do you understand that he, that he knows what happened? Because I've talked about something before in the past. Let him meet you there at the root of where it started. And you see, he's been waiting there. Sometimes we show up there, we walk by, and he's like, oh, oh, he's, they're here, they're here. And we keep on walking. It's like, oh. Here we go with another year of heartaches, another year of problems, another year of pride, another year of struggles. We want to stop those type of things because we understand we're in battles, amen? But praise the Lord because we are in this battle together. And in the name of Jesus, we're going to be victorious. Praise God. If we turn to Proverbs 4.25, the Word of God says, Let thine eyes look right on, and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Tus ojos miren lo recto y tus párpados en derechura, derechura delante de ti. Que tenemos nuestros ojos enfrente de nosotros. Nobody ever drives this way. Or some people do, I'm sorry. You might live with somebody. <laughs> But now what's crazy, they have vehicles, but they have a camera. They have a camera on the mirror. They have a camera on the top. And it knows. It knows when your eyes aren't looking straight. Some of y'all. And the, and the thing will vibrate. And they'll tell you. Hey, 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 what are you doing here? You're not paying attention. You're not looking straight forward. And I saw that at a show in Las Vegas. And you walked up to it and it had a camera and it showed your picture. And it locked in on your eyes. These circles would come around your eyes and start to follow them. 
And it, the person that was showing it said, look down, and look down. And they got the, the eyes, instead of yellow, they turned red, showing that you're in danger. So what, what was the car going to do? The car was going to be prepared to take over, to break, to stop, to, to stop in case somebody came forward. So a lot of these safety features they're putting because of the distractions that we have. Muchas veces, hermanos, es importante que tenemos nuestros, nuestros ojos enfrente de nosotros. ¿Por qué? Porque vienen muchas distracciones en nuestras vidas. Ahorita en carro están poniendo cámaras para ver dónde estás viendo. Si estás con tu teléfono, si no estás pagando atención. El carro sabe si necesita, uh, how do you say, break, frenar, porque no estás pagando atención. Y, y, y es triste eso. My wife, you know, gets on me all the time now because our car will show it along. She's like, what's going on over there? What's happening? I hear that thing beeping a lot over there. It's not because I'm on my phone. Everybody's judging. Look at y'all. Y'all need Jesus. I'm not because I'm on my phone. It's because I'm just not a very good driver. And sometimes I go in the lane accidentally. Peace. Peace of Christ with y'all tonight. But. It, it can look like it can look that way to her. She's like, hey, what are you doing? Are you distracted over here? You're looking at something. Praise the Lord. But if we turn here to Romans 7.21, here's where we're going to start to read um, a little bit about Paul talking to the Romans here. I like how Paul writes this here in, in uh, Romans 7.21. It says, I find then a law that when I would do good, what? Evil is present in me. So as we wake up, it's like this. Now, come on. I know, I know we be some bad people in here. I know, I know, I know, even including myself. I said we be. It wasn't proper grammar. I get it. But we be some bad people up in here. But I don't think anybody wakes up and is diabolical enough to say, goes to the whiteboard and says, this is my evil plan for the day. <laughs> You know, yo sé que no, to, na, na, no somos buenos aquí. Estoy diciendo que yo estoy incluido en esto, que okay? no se ofenden todos. Pero yo creo que nadie se levanta en la mañana pensando, ¿qué voy a hacer este día para algo horrible? Yo pienso eso. Pero si sí si hacen eso, y si necesitan oración, podemos orar. I'm hoping that that's the case. That nobody does that. But if you do do that and you find yourself doing that, then we can pray for you, okay? But I have a, just a hunch, call it a, a discernment that I'm saying right now, that nobody does that. But Paul says that even though I have this in me that wants to do good, I find something else in me. I find another thing pulling at me. This is Paul talking, the Apostle Paul, one of the greatest apostles that wrote most of the books in the New Testament. And he says this, what chance do we got? Well, he's giving us the chance right here through his text. And we keep on reading here. Así que, uh, I'm sorry, uh, go back. Así que queriendo que hacer el bien, ayo esta ley, esta ley, que el mal está en mí. So he sees that evil is present with me. Now, this is Paul talking. Now, we're thinking that Paul's next level stuff, right? This is Paul telling you guys, look, listen to this. He's telling the Romans, there's a battle that you're going to be in. There's a battle that you're going to be in. Now, some of y'all will start to recognize that that's a battle. 
Some of y'all might just feed the other wolf. I don't know if you remember that preaching. What wolf are you deciding to wake up to to feed? Are you going to feed the one that causes trouble in your life, or are you going to feed the one that gives you strength? Because that one of the wolves is going to take over that day. I want to decide that I want to do the one that's going to be uh, giving me strength. Uh, verse 22. Porque según el hombre interior, me delito en la ley de Dios. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Now listen to this. So Paul tell, told you, I find this battle in me that I want to do good, but I what? I find myself doing, you know, this evil struggle with me, Paul, right? But he says this. He's giving you the insight here. He goes, okay, I, I have this battle, but I'm deciding to delight myself in God and not focus on the opposite side of it. Because if I feed the one side of it, I can find success. Él está diciendo aquí que si yo, sabiendo que tengo el, el malo contra el, uh, el bueno dentro de mí, que yo voy a pensar en el bueno. Voy a pensar en el Señor. It's where our thoughts are at that's going to uh, allow us to have action that day. What we're going to do, how we're going to think about It's not that you need coffee. I need coffee. Coffee changes my life. Okay, I get it. I, I like coffee too. Coffee does have a, a, a minor input, uh, uh, impact in your life. But it's more than coffee. It's your mindset. Wanting to be nice. Are you a nice person? Can somebody say you're nice? Has anybody ever said you're nice? <laughs> I didn't hear any amens on that one. That really, when you start worrying, when you don't hear anybody, like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> okay. Verse 23. But I see another law in my members, warring, battling, pulling, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. See, Paul's saying, look, I want to focus on, spiritually speaking, on God. If I start focusing on God, my day changes. That battle gets easier. But if I'm focusing on myself, my problems, my struggles, my needs, my hates, my arguments, my lust, and there's another law that takes over and this law starts to create sin so we keep on reading here in verse 24 oh wretched man that i am who shall deliver me from the body of this death uh i i like that brothers and sisters uh because he understood The state that he was in. Me gusta aquí, hermanos, como dice, porque él entendió el estado que estaba en su vida. Que él necesitaba salvación. Él necesitaba a alguien en su vida. Por eso, como, como ha dicho, no importa, no importa que, que sabes mucho palabra, que, que vienes a la iglesia todo el tiempo, si todavía estás dudando en tu vida que el Señor está contigo. It doesn't matter if you can read off scriptures or you can say stuff. If you're doubting that God is with you or God can 
be with you through things. None of that stuff matters. You're just an educated theologian. But it doesn't mean that you have anything. But when you believe it, there's power. When you believe what you're reading, when you believe what you're saying, there's power. Are we believing this? Are we understanding that Paul, this battle that he had every day, this battle of of the law, is a struggle that he had? So again, he said in his mind. If we turn to Galatians 5, 16, we want to understand this just a little bit more. Digo pues, andar en el Espíritu y no que satisfagáis la concupiscencia de la carne. This I say then, walk in the Spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So Paul now goes from Rome, he gets his passport and now goes to Galatians, to the people of Galatia, Galatia. Galatas, and he gets his passport stamp now, and he's like, look, guys, I got the same message that I talked to my Romans over here about. I want you guys to know one thing, that if you're going to walk in the Spirit, you're not going to fulfill the flesh. If your mind's in it. Now, the question is, where's our mind at? Because where your mind's at where, is where you're at. La, la pregunta es, ¿dónde está nuestra mente aquí? Que está diciendo aquí, si andamos en el Espíritu, no vamos a, a santificar la carne. But if we don't, then we're, we're just going to go into where we're going to satisfy, we're going to constantly satisfy ourselves. And that's where sin is going to birth itself. And again, some people say, well, who, who, who cares about sin, right? Well, you'll start to care about it when you start to see what comes with it, amen? And we keep on reading here, verse 17. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. So the flesh is against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Now listen to that. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. Listen to what that says there. If you're battling right now between the flesh and the spirit, you're paralyzed. Mira que está diciendo, ay hermanos, si estás batallando contra el Espíritu en la carne, no estás haciendo nada. Eres paralítico. No estás moviéndote. You're not moving anywhere. Because even though you understand this battle, we're still leaning ourselves to something. And God can give us wisdom if it's, if it's things that bring us down if it's battles that we have again we got to eliminate the excuses once you get the excuses out of the way then god can start working there but like i said the excuses come up like well you don't understand i got my health i got my past i got my i got my i got my how is god ever supposed to get through those layers but when you're like you know what i got a problem (laughs) And once you get to that point, you're saying, I got a problem. I got to fix this. That's where God says, man, I want to I be with you right now. I want to work with you because it's real. And so as Paul's talking here about these struggles, these battles, and how it works, he says, you can't do nothing when that battle's there. You can't do nothing. Well, some of us will say, well, you know what? Then I'm just not going to get the spirit, right? I'll just stay in the flesh. 
figured that one out. Thanks, church. Thank you, church, for teaching me that one. Hasta la vista, baby. The problem is with that is the consequences that come with that. And the word of God talks about how rapid they are, that they're accelerated. It even has terms like full, tonight I come for your life. So we don't want to be in the presence of a living God and be ungrateful. What we want to be is we want to be praising his mercy. Thank you, God, for being merciful. Thank you, God, for giving me an opportunity to change. Thank you for saving this drunk, this liar, this addict, this lustful person. Thank you, God, for being here and being merciful. Now I want to glorify you, God, by believing you and changing my life because you've been good and you've been faithful. We keep on reading here, verse 18. But if ye be led of the Spirit... You are not under the law, verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Now, brothers and sisters, now, it doesn't get any easier than this. Now, some of these things will seem kind of odd, and they're, and they're you know, they're, they, they latch on to a lot of things. But it gets you here if you got a problem. You, you know, we, when they bring you the, the diag- diagnostic report of your vehicle, and you're like, oh, ooh. Can I do that in payments? You guys take five bucks every every two months? <laughs> this is the diagnostic report. This is what the word of God says. Now, look, if you're in the flesh, this is what the flesh is going to show you here. It's going to ma- manifest itself with adultery, fornication, uncleansedness, lasciviousness. Estos son lo que las obras de la carne, adulterio, Fornicación, inmundicia, desolución. Te dice bien fácil aquí, si estás en la carne, estas cosas van a pasar. Now, some of you are like, haven't done that one, haven't done that one, haven't done that one. I guess I'm not in the flesh. <laughs> See, we don't get it, though. It's not saying you're doing all of them. It says that you will start to show these things. And that's what's critical. So verse 20 idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, idolatría, hechicerías, enemistades, pleitos, celos, iras, contiendas, disensiones, herías, herías, herejías. Esos esos son lo que estamos... Con la carne enseñando. Verse 21. Envying, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before as I've told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, we used, I used to watch this guy. I used to show it to youth, and it was a guy that would walk down, you know, different streets, and he'd say, hey, uh, do you know the Ten Commandments? Do you know the Thirsty Commandments? Everybody would say, yeah, yeah. Some people now, they, would, they wouldn't say that. They're like, no, I don't know the Ten Commandments. He says, have you broken any of the laws of the Ten Commandments? And they'd be like, yeah. Well, you know. well they wouldn't know because they didn't know the Ten Commandments, some of them. They says, have you ever told a lie? And he's like, yeah. They go, yeah. Have you ever stolen? Yeah. 
hey, you've already broken two of the laws. And what does it say when you've broken two of the laws that you're, you're you know, uh, meant for damnation? And they're like, oh. You know, some of them don't know that. They're like, oh, he goes, oh, okay, okay. But Jesus came to offer his salvation to you. So he tells this whole thing as he takes them. Now, as we're reading some of these things, some of us were like, well, I'm not a murderer. Right? We get excited with that. But there's things in there that we are. There's things there that we need to be forgiven, that we're here asking for God's mercy, that we're wanting God to change us, and he's merciful in changing us. Some of us, we don't, we don't, we're not excited about it. Some of us didn't even like being exposed on that. Like I said, I wish we were all video games, right, and we'd see our health on top of us. How scary would that be, right, that you saw, like, sinner, sinner, sinner in front of me right now? I'm like, uh, uh, brothers, I need to talk to you all real quick. Are y'all looking at me like that? Is it flashing on top of my head or something here? But we hold this stuff in when we don't need to. We just need to understand where the battle's coming from. It's in the flesh. Esta batalla es en nuestra carne, no son miembros de nuestra carne, hermanos. Y si va a seguir estas cosas, si no estamos entendiendo dónde viene, amen. We don't understand where it's coming from. We're going to continue. So, I wrote this down. What pleases the Lord in our lives is not a work, but a fruit. Because see, it says, and these are the works of the flesh. But later it says what? And these are the fruits of the Spirit. Which the fruits of the Spirit are completely different. So I, when I was thinking about that a little bit, it says it don't matter about the work you're putting in if it's not giving fruit. What's the work that you're putting in? Well, I've been at church for over 20-something years. I've been in church all my life. I was born in the church, and to this day, I'm in the church. That's interesting, because where are the fruits at? So again, it don't matter the work that we think we put in if we're not giving the fruits. But we see what the work of the flesh is, and we've experienced that. So it's important, brothers and sisters, for us to meditate and to think about that. If we turn to Mark... 721, the word of God says here in Marcos uh, 7:21. No importa el trabajo que estamos poniendo a veces en nuestras vidas, creemos que es lindo, pero si no hay fruto de este trabajo, si no está, no está saliendo fruto, puede ser en vano el trabajo. You understand how sad? How sad is that? How sad is that? If I'm telling you right now, all the work you're putting in could be in vain. It kind of scares you a little bit because you want to make sure that it's not, right? You know, I, I give a lot of examples of the, it was, a, it was a TV show that my dad loved a lot too, the, um, what is it, the Gold Rush. He would always talk about that too. We'd always talk about it. We'd laugh. And could you, be, could you believe how much that little kid found? He shaved them all. He found $2 million. But this, this kid was smart. These guys would just start digging, dig. This kid was like, well, let me dig like water well holes. And I'll get down to the layer and I'll come and I'll test that and I'll see if there's gold there before I start digging. So it'll cost me a little bit to dig all these holes around this property, but now I'm not going to dig in areas that there's no gold. But yet some of us were expecting there to be something there, something to change when some things are not going to change. Because we're not willing to make the change. 
I, I've told you that before. That's insanity when we think something's, something is going to be different without trying something different. If we just do the same consistent thing. That's the definition of insanity. But when you try something different, when you say, God, I'm going to give this an opportunity, I'm going to give this a chance, then you can see a difference. And that's what we want, amen? Queremos algo diferente en nuestras vidas, hermanos. Queremos experimentar algo diferente. Marcos uh, 7 aquí, uh, 21 dice, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. Amen? All these, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. So all these things that are happening, these things that sometimes come forth that we, you know, you'll, you'll sometimes say, I didn't know he had this in him. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> if you know the word of God, then you know that. I never would have imagined this. Start imagining it. Not that it should surprise you anymore. All, all these years I lived right next to him, and I never thought this. Start knowing it could happen. Because the word of God says that, again, if we're not understanding this battle and that we're in a battle, then we're, we can lose this battle easily. You know, that's to me is the, you know, um, something that's, I, I, I've mentioned this before in the past, sometimes it's difficult for the church to hear about pornography. Uh-oh, this can get good now. I've never been to a church where they talk about pornography. Do you know that when I studied about pornography in the church, that it's the saddest thing because it's the secret that kills people because nobody talks about it. But you know what's worse than that is this, that you go to a prison and go to the death row for rapists, murderers, serial killers, and they'll all tell you it started with the playbook. There's a gentleman that did a study on this, and then it got to a point where they couldn't satisfy themselves anymore. Because they begin to have a rope, uh, reprobated mind. You know what a reprobated mind is? I never would do that. That's disgusting. Qué triste es, hermanos, cuando no entendemos que esta lucha que estamos hablando, contra, hablando con, uh, contra la carne es una lucha que a veces uh, no lo vamos a ganar si, si no tenemos el Señor. Y a veces, uh, I don't know how you say it, pornografía es una de las cosas que mata a la persona y no nomás es hombres no uh, e, e, también uh, mujeres sufren en esto pero, pero qué triste es eso porque estamos hablando ahorita de las cosas de la carne this is the battle that the, the flesh take, wants to take over because, again, we're not waking up understanding that we're in a battle. So it's important, it's critical for us to subject ourselves like 
the, the verse that we read, I, I'm waking up and I'm trusting in God. I'm believing in God. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my life to God as I wake up. And, because again, everything else is up, up the, at the same time saying, what are we going to do today? Who are we feeding? Which way are we going? Which path are you taking today? Esa cosa es importante para nosotros para entender, hermanos, que muchas veces la decisión que vamos a hacer en la mañana va a afectar todo nuestro día. Si no vamos a tener gozo, si no vamos a tener paz, si vamos a estar en, enojados, va a afectar nuestro día. Pero más que eso, va a traer espíritus, va a invitar espíritus en ese día también. Y a veces lo estamos llevando para la casa. Sometimes we're taking these spirits from work, from school, from the store home with us. Now don't tell me that that can't happen. You see in the Word of God, it talks about how spirits dust your feet off. Because where you were at, there were spirits. So we got to understand these things because something wants to overtake you and destroy you. But God wants to give you life. And life more abundantly. Amen. So praise the Lord. If we turn to Colossians 3.2, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Colesencias 3.2. Poner la mira en las cosas, ¿de dónde? De arriba, no en las cosas de la tierra. Set your affections on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Now, now, to me, there's something critical about that. Affections. Think about that for a second. Affect, what is affections? Love? Did you say love is an affection? You, you see, sometimes we don't see that the word of God is as plain and simple saying, look, you're going to have love here that's going to distract you from looking up. Oh, everybody thinks that this is the relationship or marriage class. No, 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 no. Don't get scared. Some of y'all would have just started walking out already. No, 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 no. Sometimes you have distractions. Sometimes you have situations where even your family is distracting you from God. Your family has become a God. And it's telling you this. God is saying, look, it's not that you're not going to love your family. Because you're looking upon me and not moving your eyes from me. It's that you're just showing me that what's here on earth is not greater than what's where you're headed. A veces, hermano, no entendemos eso que nosotros, como dice aquí, poner la mira cosas arriba, no en las cosas de tierra. Pero dice aquí que no nomás nuestra mirada, nuestro corazón, nuestro amor, nuestro pensar. Y muchas veces estamos pensando en cosas, tenemos distracciones aquí, que no estamos viendo al Señor. What did Isaiah say when he walked into the room? I saw you where? High and lifted up. Above what? The smoke. It said that there was smoke that filled the room. But he could see God high and lifted up. Now, are we seeing God high and lifted up? Or are we seeing all the smoke? Are we seeing all the distractions? 
Estamos viendo, hermanos. Como dijo Isaías, que, que cuando entró, vio al Señor levantado, alto, más alto que todas las cosas. El humo y todo estaba abajo, pero Él estaba arriba de todo. Siempre vamos a hallar el Señor arriba de todo. We're always going to find God above all the distractions. We can find Him above it. Why don't we all stand up? I'm going to read this last verse right here. Isaiah 26.3, amen. Tú le guardarás en completa paz cuyo pensamiento en ti perseverará porque en ti se ha confiado. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he Trusteth in thee. Now listen to this. Listen to this. When we wake up in the morning, are we thinking about an appointment we have or are we thinking about God? Are we thinking about a problem that we had yesterday or are we thinking about God? Because if we can't focus on him, then it's going to be difficult for us to get through that day. But that moment, the power is in this. The power is in this, is to recognize that he's willing to take it from us. ¿Qué estamos enfocándonos, hermano? ¿En qué? ¿En la problema, en la cita que tenemos ese día? ¿O en el Señor? Porque si tenemos nuestros ojos en él, nuestro día va a ser mejor. If we put our eyes on him, our day's going to be better. See, but we can't do it just saying, I'm doing it, I'm not doing it. I'm doing it, I'm not doing it. Because if technology just tells you, hey, you're wrong. Hey, you're in danger. We got to ask our spirit to show us, okay, no, no, I can't be paying attention. God, I'm going to trust in you, God. I'm going to believe in you, God. You said it, and I believe it. You said you were going to be there, you were going to be through the storm with me, and I believe it. You said you would never forsake me, and I'm going to believe it. You said you would never abandon me, and I'm going to believe it. You said you would heal me, you would remove these scars from me, and I'm going to believe it. But that moment that we say, uh-oh, we got to come to him. I'm going to ask you all to pass on up, and let's pray and ask the Lord to forgive us, first of all. If we have wandered a little bit, if we've not trusted in him a little bit, But that we come to him and we say, Lord, just forgive us and strengthen us. This is an invitation to acknowledge that we need Christ. All of us. We all need Christ in our lives. ¿Por qué no oramos, hermanos, y lo pedimos al Señor que es una invitación, invitación que podemos declarar que necesitamos el Señor? Sabemos eso. Lord Jesus, we come before you this evening, Father. We're asking right now, Father, that you and you alone, Lord, be glorified. You've been so good to us, Lord. You've been so faithful to us, Father. I'm asking, Lord, right now that this peace that you can offer enter into our lives, into our hearts, Father. I thank you, Lord, for what you do and how you strengthen us and how you guide us, Jesus. We're here, Father, trusting you, believing in you, Jesus. I'm asking, Father, right now, That if the words that were spoken 
opened, revealed something, Lord, showed us something different, Lord, that we build off of that, Father, that we start communicating with you as we leave here, Jesus, that we start to trust in you, that we start to believe you, Father, as you guide us through and navigate us through life. I know you haven't forsaken us, Lord. I know since when we were in our mother's womb, you were speaking to us, Jesus. If this is the day that we've heard your voice finally, Lord, I ask, Father, that you just enter into our lives, Lord. If there's, been, if there's anything that we felt, Father, that we needed to come close to you and ask for forgiveness, Lord, please hear us, Lord, as we ask for forgiveness, as we want to get closer to you and believe in you more, Jesus. This will be the only time we hear from you, Lord Jesus. I ask that we remember as we see life changing, as we see things happening around us, Lord, that we remember these words, Father. That your, your, your arms are wide open to us, Father. Be there for us, Lord, as your word says always, Lord. We're thankful. Te damos gracias, Señor, porque sabemos que tu palabra es verdad. Que dice que estás con nosotros, Señor, siempre. Pido, Señor, que sigues cuidándonos y estando con nosotros en todas las cosas, Señor. Gracias te damos, Señor, por el amor que nos has dado, de protección, Señor, por estar con nosotros, Señor. Te damos gracias, Señor. Estamos pidiendo, Señor, que bendigas esta noche, Señor, todos que tu tuvieron cumpleaños hoy, Señor, hermano Manuel y Traviela. Gracias te damos, Señor, por otro año que lo has dado. También por mi hermano Manuel que acabó el tratamiento del cáncer. Estamos glorificando, Señor, porque sabemos que eres tú, Señor, que merece la gloria. Eres tú, Señor, que has dado el poder, que has dado las fuerzas, Señor. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the birthdays for Brother Manuel and Gabriela, Lord. And we ask that you continue to give them more and bless their lives and bless their families, Father. We're also very grateful, Lord, that you have given Manuel the strength, Lord, to get through all these treatments that he went through, Jesus. I'm asking, Father, right now that you just bless him and Sister Velma in their house, Lord. But also continue to bless this evening, Lord, and anything that's been prepared this evening, Lord, in celebration. Bless all my brothers and sisters here, Lord. We're so grateful for you, Lord, and your peace and your love for us. We ask that you protect us on the way home, Lord, and that we could just continue to find you in our lives, Lord Jesus. Guide us, Lord, and take us. Uh, to the place that you have called us from, Lord, to your throne of glory, Lord. We ask, Lord, this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. God bless.